Good evening. Uh, today is a tremendous privilege for myself um, to be here, and I want to acknowledge um, the host and the senior pastor of this great church here, Ark um, Fellowship. Uh, we want to acknowledge Apostle Peter Nembard, if you can stand. Sir, thank you for allowing us to use your wonderful facilities. This Apostolic Summit is being hosted by three churches in partnership, Ark Fellowship, Yahweh Christian Fellowship International, and Christian Life Fellowship. Um, uh, Apostle Peter and Bishop Noel McLean are dear friends of mine. Um, uh, we fellowship together uh, regularly, or we fellowship together, not as regular as we need to, actually. Yeah, so that was a bit of a fib. Uh, we fellowship together. And um, it's out of fellowship that uh, we're, we're hosting um, this meeting today. And we're believing that we'll be doing a few more things in, in different places. The last summit we did here um, in the UK was in um, Bishop McLean's church, and that was a wonderful time. And uh, we're doing one here today and tomorrow. Um, the theme of this summit is um, father-son relationships. And what I want to do is I want to really just briefly give a, a brief introduction as to what this is about and what it is that we believe that God wants to do in our lives. Uh, Psalm 68 verse 5, and there are some notes that's been given out. Um, I'm just going to speak for about 10 minutes because Bishop McLean is going to come and really download and we want him to have his liberty. So I do need you to help me with the time because you know I can speak for quite a long time. So help me so that I just speak for 10 minutes. Where is Emmanuel? Where is he? Okay, he's gone somewhere. Okay, you, you, <laughs> the father of the house will help me, but that's clear. All right, so um, Psalm 68 verse 5 says, A father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. Also, 1 John chapter 1 verse 3, That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So father-son relationships is really a biblical model for discipleship established from that which is revealed between God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, his Son. And uh, we are, when we talk about father-son relationships, we're not talking about gender issues, um, and we're saying not talking, uh, yeah, we're not talking about gender issues um, because in God's kingdom, in the body of Christ, there is neither male nor female. But it has to do with relationships that are built on the privilege that all of God's people have in experiencing true fathering and through sonship as they grow into maturity in Christ. And uh, we are going to be examining, especially myself, tomorrow, I'm going to be looking at this in a lot of detail because as we learn about this, we will realize that father-son relationship is a foundation in how we as God's people are supposed to relate to each other and even how we are able to relate to God himself. The heart of fathers and sons must turn to each other 
If God is going to bring about the visitation he wants to bring in the earth. And just like in the first great visitation when our Lord came in the earth, he had to send Elijah the prophet through the ministry of John the Baptist. So also, before the final visitation, there has to be this great move where the father and the sons, the fathers and the sons, are in proper alignment so that what God wants to do in the earth can be established. If you look at Malachi 4, verses 5 to 6, he says, Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. In other words, if the hearts of fathers and sons, especially within the body of Christ, are not in proper alignment, the potential for a curse to be released is paramount. And so it is important. You see, at times, people, as we're going to learn, the role of God as your father and the role of the fathers he places in our lives and the role of us functioning as sons and how we relate to God as a son and how we relate to others as sons is very crucial in how we are able to fulfill all of the purposes of God for our lives. God restores people in order for him to establish his will and purpose. And he does it through father-son relationships. Now, quickly, because of time, let me just say a few things that I think are worthy of mention. God restores broken father-son relationships through the release of forerunner ministries. And his intention is so that we are ready for his visitation. I've already said that. And the problem that people have is if they are not properly restored, they become vulnerable to an orphan spirit. Now, an orphan spirit is really individuals who can never seem to fit. They can never seem to belong wherever God places them. So over time, they'll be somewhere, and over time, for whatever reason, they feel like they don't belong, and they have to do what? Move on to something else. And so forever uprooting themselves and never able to have proper foundations in their life or proper roots in their life in order for them to flourish as God's people. Now, just touching on a few things, fatherhood in itself begins with God and it begins in the Godhead. In fact, father-son relationship begins in the Godhead and fatherhood begins within the Godhead. First John chapter 5, 7 says, For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, and these three are one. And our Lord himself in his prayer in the garden, John 17, 5 says, And now, Father, O glorify me with the glory which I had with you. or glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. So Father, Son have always related. And it is out of that relationship that creation came into existence. And it's out of that relationship that redemption was uh, realized. And it is out of that relationship that the church is built and is established. And it is out of that relationship that you and I develop. Now, 
If that is the case, in the same way, when it comes to you as an individual, it is out of how you relate to God as your father that you will begin to grow. It is how you relate to God as your father that you begin to be established. It's how you relate to God as your father that you begin to flourish and fulfill whatever mandate God has on your life. And then also, it is how you relate to fathers, your natural father and then the spiritual fathers the places in your life how you relate to them affects how you progress in life. How you relate to them affects how you understand the things and the purposes of God. How you relate to them affects how you mature into sonship as a child of God. Can you say amen? amen. Everything and everyone begins with a father. Because fatherhood is the foundation upon which all families and all things are built and established. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15, Paul talks about the fact that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ is the one through whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. In other words, it's through him that everyone and everything derives its nature, its character, its identity. A name is not a label. A name speaks of nature. It speaks of authority. It speaks of glory. It speaks of what you represent. And it's in the Father that all these things derive their source. And therefore, it is in fathering that you and I also derive what God has caused us to be. Actually, your father determines your identity. Your father determines how you progress. You and I are supposed to progress based on standing on the shoulders of our fathers. God relates to you and I from our fathers. Remember when he would reveal himself to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob or even to Israel, he would say, I am the God of who? Your fathers. Father Abraham, Father Isaac and Jacob. God deals with us by how he deals with fathers. Can you say amen? amen. Fatherhood is very important. Help me with the time. Have I got four minutes? Excellent. In four minutes, I'm going to bring Revelation. Everything begins with Father. Creation began in the Father. Redemption began in the, with the Father. Regeneration, how we get born again, began with the Father. Families begin with a Father. Sons exist because of their Father. Fathers determine continuity through sons. And this is why it's so important for all of us to be fathered. Because nobody starts on their own. And nobody can continue without somebody starting with somebody else. And so you need to be able to know who your father is, both naturally and more important, spiritually. Even inventions and discoveries originate through the concept of fatherhood. Amen. Now let's briefly mention the blessings of fatherhood. Fathering has within it innate blessings for its offspring. Without a father, one always starts as a at a disadvantage, and they are exposed without coverage. It doesn't mean you can't do well without a father, but you do far better when you have a father. Because they are the ones upon which we are supposed to build. We are to continue where our fathers finish. We are supposed to be able to grow and become greater than our fathers. 
our fathers are supposed to be the limit upon which we should begin. In other words, it's not the fathers that they are the ultimate, we aim for them. No, we start where they are and we continue. This is why you have to honor fathers. Now, look, on, on the Mount of Transfiguration, it was Moses and Elijah that was with Jesus. But their sons accomplished far more than they did. Joshua dealt with 31 kings. Moses dealt with two. Elisha dealt with, did four, um, twice the miracles and was more powerful and more whole than Elijah. But yet it was the fathers that were with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. You will do better than your fathers, but you are not greater than your father. Again, it is your father that defines your identity, not you. Now, some people, they say, I am my own man. There is, I'm my own woman. There is no such thing. You get your identity from your father, both in the natural, but more importantly, in the spirit. The name you carry limits you to a certain characteristic and a certain disposition. And you will, you're supposed to carry your father's name. What does that mean? In other words, you carry his nature, his ability, his characteristics, good or bad. Thank God you have good fathers in Jesus' name. Those who lose their fathers early have to learn fatherhood the hard way and start off at a great disadvantage. Often they never recover from being fatherless. Maybe tomorrow I'll touch a little bit on my personal journey. But just in conclusion, a few things about father-son dynamics, father-son relationship dynamics. It is at the heart of our faith. Look at the scripture. It says, truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. Father-son dynamic is at the heart of the gospel. To deny the father and son is a manifestation of antichrist spirit. 1 John 2, 22 and 23. Who is a liar? But he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist. He denies who? The father and the son. Whoever denies the son does not have the father either. He also, he who, he who acknowledges the father, has, acknowledges the son, has the father also. In other words, when you recognize the appropriate role of father-son relationship, you are endorsing what the real gospel of Jesus Christ stands for. Father-son relationship is very important. And beloved, I want to encourage you as we go through this summit, open your spirit to the revelation about what it means to be a father, what it means to be a son. Because as you learn these realities, these truths, it will empower you in fulfilling God's purpose for your life. Well, it is my tremendous privilege to welcome one of my dearest friends, a man who is seasoned, uh, a great man of God with an apostolic and prophetic ministry. Uh, I want us to have, um, um, welcome Bishop Noah McLean as he comes. Let's just stand and welcome him. Come and take his liberty. God bless you, sir. Amen. Thank you so much. Um, great to be in this house. Um, and uh, my brother, my friend, uh, 
Reverend Peter, it's so good to be here. God has blessed you. Can we give God thanks for this ministry? What a beautiful building. Amen. Amen. Thank you, um, Joe, for putting me under pressure. Uh, all those nice things he said. Um, I want to just briefly just say thanks to the, the ministers from my church that have made the journey from Southwest London, Hurtens and Gail, Pastor Pauline. Could you just stand? Let's just give them a, a big God bless you. Where's the rest of them? Angela, come on, stand. Elder Shaman, Angela, so good to see you. Hopefully, 